Hello and welcome back to another This Is The Music Meets podcast. I'm delighted to be joined by Tom Burns, the lead guitarist of The Perps, who are one of the most exciting bands to emerge from the Manchester new music scene. Over the course of today's podcast, we're going to take a look back at what The Perps did in 2022, as well as talking about signing to Golden Robot Records and what the band's plans are for 2023. Tom, welcome along to the This Is The Music Meets podcast. How are you doing today? Oh yeah, um, I'm fine. Thank you for having me. Not a good. Problem. Good to hear. Not a problem at all having you on. Really looking forward to this one. Um, and and kind of like, as you know, um, I've been sort of following the perps for for quite some time now. Um, but what I've sort of what I would like to know is sort of like the background really behind the band. Kind of like how did it? How did you form? Um, you know, because obviously you've been together for about three three or so years now, haven't you? Yeah. Um. Well. Myself and Seb, the singer, we're cousins. Right. Um, okay. So we've known each other since we were, well, zero, basically. <laughs> um, and then myself, <laughs> myself and the drummer, uh, Alex, we went to, we were at the same secondary school. So we were kind of in sort of a, like metal covers bands and, and oh, stuff. Wow. And we were like 14, 15. Um, and then... As we left school, I started playing music. Well, Seb sort of uh, started telling me that he could write songs and I just laughed at him for a couple of years and then it turned out that he actually really could. Um, (laughs) um, So, yeah, we were initially in a band, myself and Seb were in a band called The Call um, with a couple of other lads when we were about 16, 17. Yeah. And then that kind of um, fell on its arse a bit and then... Alex, the drummer, well, we were drummerless with that band. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm a drummer. I wonder what Alex is up to from the old days. He was at uni in Cardiff at the time. I got onto him and he said, yeah, he was up for it. And then, um, so then there was myself, Seb and Alex, and we had no bass player. Um, And uh, Arik, yeah, we just sort of found Arik. Um, <laughs> so we've got a bit of an affiliation with Macclesfield, which I don't know if you know is just a little town, sort of like south from here. Yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, roughly where it is, like, type of thing. But yeah, yeah, East Cheshire, um, which is where our manager lives. So we used to spend a lot of time there when we were younger, sort of going to see him and people around there, and in pubs. And we were just in a pub and I think a guy asked us if he could be in the band, this sort of like old crackhead lumberjack guy asked if he could be in the band. And we were like, no, you can't. But if you know any good bassists, <laughs> um, put us in touch with him. And he went, oh, in fact, I do know a bassist. Um, and he gave us Eric's number. I might be making off that story up, but basically we got <laughs> his number good. off a guy in a pub. We got his number off a guy in a pub and gave him a text and a call and met up with him and and that was it really and we've been with the same the same lineup ever since. Cool. Okay, wow, that's that's a very interesting story there that you just told with the uh, with the man yeah. in the pub. <laughs> so yeah. kind of like then the the band's name, the Perps. Where where did that come from? Um. Yeah, we were kind of nameless. Well, with that, we we sort of got that that for the four members together. Um, and then obviously we've got SB, who's our manager, who's been with myself and Seb for a long time now. Yeah. Um, 
and we were sort of like nameless and we were just sort of rehearsing, writing nameless and aimless, I think, at that time. Um, <laughs> and I think we juggled with a few... Um, what was the what was the name we had? We had some like German. I can't think of it now. But uh, we we were gonna go with one name, and then it was our manager that said, uh, "What about the perps?" Yeah, and it it's sort of like it does mean the perpetrators really, but it could all could also mean in perpetuity, which means forever. Yeah, uh, sure. Um, could be you know it's open to interpretation, whatever. But it is short for the perpetrators, I think, is the main sort of meaning for it. And um, we thought that sounded pretty cool. So, yeah, we went with it. Yeah, here you are. So um, kind of like then looking back um, over 2022, um, in terms of like new music releases, it was it was quite quiet for the band. I think it's probably fair to say. Obviously, you released um, one new song in uh, Wake, Up, Wake Up on Saturday. Um, yeah. As well as re-releasing um, the, uh, I think I'm going to pronounce this right. This could be very interesting. Uh, Mega Megalomaniac, I think. Megalomaniac. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you also kind of like had quite a, a heavy focus on on getting out there in terms of playing like live gigs and stuff. So kind yeah, of like was was that a conscious decision then, just to release the one sort of like a re- like new song? Um, or did it just kind of like just happen, like, you know, just sort of fall into place sort of thing? Well, uh, we, we never decided that 22 was going to be a quiet year for releases. It just sort of panned out that way. Obviously, we, yeah. we released Megalomaniac in um, October 21 on yeah. Halloween or like very near to Halloween. That was the idea because that was sort of like what the video was based on. Yeah. yeah. And then there was going to be that was like the first track off the second EP. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what like uh, sorry, wake up on Saturday was going to be the second release off that. And then we did start recording the second two or the, the final two for that. Um, you know, sort of halfway through the year. And then uh basically only one of them ended up getting to the mixing process, which is still uh, in production now. Basically, we've had it mixed and it as sort of like when we were getting to the final mixing process of it, that's when we started being in touch with Golden Robot. So it was kind of like, right, well, we can't just bang a release out now because it needs to be. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But we, we couldn't really, we couldn't tell anybody about it as well. So it's kind of like we are doing stuff, we just can't tell you what it is. <laughs> um, so yeah, but that meant that I mean, we've got done a lot of gigging this year, which was, which was better because. Obviously, we released that EP in September 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think it's fair to say that that didn't really get the reception that we thought it was capable of. Um, yeah. Probably just because all the singles, it basically was just the re-release of the, the five singles that we've done. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously, I, I was really pleased with sort of like the the artwork and everything, but maybe we just didn't package it correctly in the end. I don't know. Um. So obviously the, the, with the second time, the second EP we were going to do, we really wanted to do it right. So as soon as we knew that we were going to have uh, sort of like external backing for the second EP, which obviously we, we do have and we're going to get on to, um, yeah. we've just sort of held back on on releasing anything until then, really. Yeah, sure. Okay. So kind of like then talking about like the, the songs that, that you have released so far, 
kind of like then you've mentioned that Seb obviously writes the lyrics. Um, is that does he already come come to you or, or to the rest of the band and sort of say, right, these are the lyrics, but I've got this tune in my head and this is how it's going to sound like? Or is it very much a case of, well, I've got this guitar riff, I've got this drum beat, and I think, you know, is it kind of like, you know, everyone sort of contributing ideas to the band or is it just, or sorry, to the songs rather, or is it just, you know? Well, I think it, I think it, it tends to vary from from song to song with that. I think um, in the earlier days, Seb used to sort of like come and sit with me and we'd work like chords and riffs and stuff out. He'd sort of like sing me things that he thought sounded cool and I'd try and play them. Um, whereas obviously now he's sort of like he's learned how to play guitar a bit now, so he doesn't have to do that. So he's come to... Right, okay. Um, he was playing rhythm guitar in the band for a while and then he broke his hand and we replaced him with a backing track. And, uh, <laughs> the ba- the, now we use a backing track for every gig. But, um, it, no, which is good because it gives him the opportunity to actually be a front man rather than... Yeah, yeah, no, about, sure. Yeah. Playing about playing, it's definitely be- better for for all aspects really but um yeah i think when seb brings a song to the band it's often he's got a very good idea of what he wants it to sound like yeah um, and i think we're all just very good at doing our jobs in making that happen i think we're all just used to the process really um obviously every now and again uh eric's come up with a few really good riffs on bass i've come up with a couple of riffs myself um and yeah, and basically whatever we do, Alex can just drum to anything really. So that's yeah. kind of like how it happens. But usually it is Seb's like, Seb's got, a, it'll be an acoustic guitar, him in his bedroom, writing, you know, chorus and a verse. And then often at, in the studio, we'll add in sort of like pre-choruses and bridges and solos right, and okay, things. Yeah, and, then, yeah. and then it becomes a full sort of song then. Yeah, sure. Okay, so it's good to hear that it's, it is, every, you know, sort of varies but you know kind of like everyone is um involved and one of the things obviously as we mentioned in um in the previous question obviously is a little bit about you you guys playing live um yeah. and obviously um in a couple of weeks time it's on it was on the 18th of march um you're obviously in the glastonbury emerging talent final um yeah. so kind of like first of all how did you get involved in it because i understand that there's been like thousands um, of, of entrance into it, and you're now down to the last, well, obviously in, into the final. So, kind of like how how excited are you, are yourself and obviously the re- the rest of the band with being, you know, with a chance of, of playing at Glastonbury this year. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're absolutely buzzing for it. Um, I think we're all trying to keep our sort of feet on the ground with it. <laughs> yeah. minute because, uh, we've just got to, um, yeah, just keep grounded until we actually go and do that gig because it's probably the biggest gig we've done. Well, it is the biggest gig we've ever done. But how it came about, um, I just remember it was like a Facebook link or I think Seb might have put it. Obviously, we've got a Facebook group chat for the bird, which is, you know, 99% nonsense. But every now and again, there'll be something useful like that in it. Um, And I think it was myself that emailed in the um, just... Oh, here's a funny one for you, actually. So it was, uh, I emailed in, it just said, like, you put your Spotify in and yeah. uh, uh, SoundCloud so they could listen to the tracks without having to download them, something like that. And then it said, and send a YouTube video of 
you performing basically. Um, we were dead dead lucky about oh, I can't remember what it was. It was actually in lockdown. It's probably about eighteen months ago now. Yeah, uh, we got invited down to London to do this sort of video shoot thing um, with this like new technology called Unreal Technology, where it's like it's all one room. And we just sort of like stayed stationary performing and then these cameras like moved all around us and stuff, um, which was an experience. But it's we basically got a full performance video out of it for Cut It, which was our first ever release. Yeah. Um, so I, I intended to send the Pilton stage that, but I'd obviously had the tab up open on my laptop, started like typing the details in. And then as I'm typing, it's, you know, when you have autoplay on, yeah, yeah. So that video's finished on YouTube and it's gone on to something else. So when I've gone back on it to copy the link from the address bar, I've put it in, right? So I've set I've emailed it in. Neil, the, the guy's called Neil, he's a lovely guy. And uh I get an email back about 15 minutes later saying, Hi Tom, it's Neil here from the Pilton stage. Um he obviously we're interested in the perps, but I'm sorry to say that Coldplay have already played at Glaston. <laughs> <laughs> so can you please send us a video of you the, the perps performing and i was like oh my god <laughs> so i'd sent i can't even remember what track it was it was some cold play song that i'd never even heard of which is <laughs> which is rare because i do actually quite like them yeah but, yeah um, i'd sent them to some random autoplay cold play video I'd, I'd i'd sent them the link to that but I think it sort of stood us in good stead because it obviously, out of all the bands that applied, it, he probably subconsciously remembered that. Yeah, and yeah. He did find it funny because he sort of like put a laughing, smiley <laughs> face on it. Away. Brilliant. So then I sent him an email back saying, sorry, I don't know how that's happened. And I sort of had to explain to the band, but everyone kind of thought it was brilliant. So <laughs> it was kind of like one of those mistakes that worked out really well. Yeah, no, I like that. That's a great story. <laughs> yeah, so then... um. I mean, I didn't realise the actual event. So when did we go down? 3rd of December we went down. Yeah. Actually to Pilton, which is, it literally is this little, beautiful little village, but it's like something out of a, a book, you know, it's like in the oh, middle wow. of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. We were just sort of playing in this um, sort of like church parish sort of building with a hall at the top. Mm -hmm. Um the stage was dead good because it was all sort of like Glastonbury professional music tech sound guys that were doing it. So right, okay, yeah, it was all like you know, it was really professionally done in terms of sound checks and all of that, which I was dead pleased about because I don't know. Obviously, using backing tracks and stuff, it's it's sometimes a bit stressful that uh, you play some venues and the sound guys just aren't really asked, are they? But <laughs> there, it was it was really good. And um, there was a lot of talent, even at that heat. That was heat three we were in. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, at the end, the guy just said that there was that much talent in that heat. They were sending three through to the finals. And he read our name out first. Um, and, yeah, we were all, obviously, couldn't believe yeah, it. We were absolutely yeah. over the moon. I think we were sort of a little bit ungracious with the win, really. So, apologies to anybody that was there or whatever. We just... Had a couple of beers and we're excited. That's all. But yeah. Um... <laughs> I mean, you can't celebrate something like that, you know, to get to the final. I know, but I mean, it's what can you celebrate? Of, after we calmed down a bit on the journey home, I think we were like, are we knobheads? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, that was a moment of, of, of joy for us for sure. Um, but yeah, like I say, we're um, obviously we're all really buzzing for March, but we're, 
just trying to keep a keep a level head about it at the minute because we've obviously got to play a very very um, slick set for it. <laughs> it's hard because it's like a six hour drive for us down there. So obviously normally you'd have a couple of tins in the car or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like not for co- <laughs> coffee and water only until afterwards. <laughs> Playing it sober. So um, obviously uh, you've started. You, you've mentioned it already. Um, it sounded like it was probably like maybe late summer. Um, sort of early autumn time that you actually signed. But obviously the announcement um, obviously only came through um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, obviously you signing up with um, the legendary uh, record label, Golden Robot Records. Um, yeah. So kind of like, how did how did that come about for, for you to get to, to sign up with them, with them guys? Um, well, I think it was, uh, I think Seb was just sort of like following, obviously we follow a lot of kind of like bands at our level, sort of like upcoming bands, bands that we've either played with or just like or whatever on Instagram. And it's nice to just keep up to date with what everyone else is up to, you know, what are they doing that we're not? What can we be doing better? Yeah. Um, And Seb's dead good at that. He's always checking out stuff like that. Um, And I think he just noticed that another couple of bands that we knew of um, had had interest from, golden robot and i think he just dropped them a message maybe i don't know whether it was just once or a couple of times but they just ended up getting back basically saying yeah let us have a meet with you yeah um so it was just and it's obviously they're based in australia you see so getting to um we've actually got a meeting with them after this but the the meetings with them are all at sort of like unsociable times so obviously their morning is well yeah yeah tonight um so myself and Seb just had a meet with them over Zoom. The actual um, chairman, Mark, he's called. Yeah. And we just had a meet with him and he just sort of said he loved it. And uh, he, he mentioned Wake Up on Saturday by name. He said he really liked that one. Right, and, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Obviously, that they, they sent us an agreement and we had to sort of, you know, make sure it was a good one, a good one basically. We did go through it multiple times with a fine-tooth comb and, get a bit of advice from various people and um uh we did change a couple of minor things on it and then we sort of yeah signed it with them so it's basically we are going to record an EP on our own it's not like you know they're they're not paying for us to go to Abbey Road or anything ridiculous like that <laughs> not <all>. yet <laughs> no <laughs> we're going to uh, <laughs> no no but honestly some people like some people on social social media i think that's what they think they're like right, oh my God, okay, right. it's like quit your job and all that and it's not quite that level yet but uh, it is exciting so yeah, we're going to record an EP on our own and they're going to license that out on sort of like under their label um, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a success. Well, I mean, I'm sure it will be. Then we'll go on and do an album with them. Yeah. And then as sure. it gets towards summer, we can look at sort of maybe uh, putting a little tour together as well. The UK. Yeah. Wow. Well, it sounds um sounds like a very you know very exciting um sort of your know, six to sort of twelve months I guess really for you guys. Yeah, um, sure. And 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 kind of like you've sort of just mentioned that you that you've obviously follow other bands you know kind of like a, on the new music scene like yourself so yeah. obviously as you know here at this is the music that's what we try to do to sort of champion um new bands and and, and solo artists and, and that sort of stuff so yeah. kind of like then over the last sort of 12 months or so who who have you been listening to what sort of bands have um have been catching your eye 
Um, I really liked the Crooks. Did you hear yeah. of that? Yeah, I, I really Notting- like, yeah. I think the Nottingham base, but from yeah, what I can right, gather, yeah. they've they've disbanded. From what I can gather, uh, the singers either left or they got rid of him, or he got rid of himself, or I don't know what's happened. But um, I can't speak for the other lads, to be fair. But I was I was always listening to them because they just used to come up after. Well, sort of like on my indie Spotify sort of playlist, they'd always yeah. come on after it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the Sherlock's. I like yeah. the Chase. Yeah, uh, played with nice. the Chase yeah. actually. They're they're well, we sort of played second, and they were headlining that gig, and they were they were so good live. I'd never heard of them, but after after hearing them come on after us, we were just like these guys are mint, and we've been in touch with them ever since. Yeah, yeah, um, great lads. They've given us a bit of advice and stuff. The good lads. Yeah. Um. Who else is there? I'm bad with this, really. I should be able to reel off loads of them, but I, don't, <laughs> I, I, I just end up listening to the same stuff on Spotify. Me, I'll get in the car and I'll just put the same like the same playlist on. I'm a bit of a. I'm into a bit of pop punk. Me. I'm, right. I'm okay. Into, yeah. Like, yeah. I like uh, kind of like a day to remember and. Um, all time low and all those bands you liked when you were 14. I'm kind of going through a little nostalgic phase at the minute. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'd, to be honest, my listening range isn't as, as broad as it should be at the moment, but for, for bands sort of like, yeah, the chase, the Sherlock's people like that. Yeah, sure. Okay. And kind of like then sort of going from, from the new music sort of scene, um, kind of like for yourself personally, who are your, um, which you've kind of like sort of mentioned a little bit, I'm, I'm thinking, but who are like your musical, you know, inspirations or, or idols, kind of like maybe the, the the sort of band or maybe an artist that, um, you know, inspired you maybe to pick up a guitar for the first time? Well, um, talking specifically guitar, I was very much into Slash when I was younger. Um, right, okay, yeah. Guns and Roses. Um. I actually, well, I've still got it. Actually, I've got a, a sort of like a an amber, yellowish uh, lemon drop Les Paul, which looks exactly like a slash guitar. Um, yeah. It's not my number one guy anymore, but it's still in a bag somewhere. <laughs> um, and th- that was kind of like I was kind of like a lot more rocky, and I think Seb was a lot more indie when he was younger. Yeah, I think Eric's. Um, Eric's like dad's in a band and stuff. He's come comes from quite a sort of old muso family, so he's into like Sabbath and Pink Floyd and oh, okay. Radiohead. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have mentioned myself and Alex were quite into sort of heavy metal stuff when we were a bit yeah. younger, sort of like 14, 15, 16. And then um obviously we all matured a bit. And obviously, being a Manchester band, it's you know you you do get like your uncles on Facebook and stuff going, oh, they just sound like Oasis and all that. But <laughs> I think every Manchester band gets that, and it, of course, of course, we you know we love Oasis and 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 the Roses and all those bands, and it, yeah. it it would it would be bizarre if that didn't come out in some of our tracks. I think some of the earlier tracks, particularly sort of like Walk Like This Now or the earlier ones do have a, more of an element of of that. But I think, obviously, as we've got older, um, we like to think we've kind of developed our own style. Well, we have. Yeah. And it seems to be doing all right. So, yeah. Um, 
that's kind of it, really. Yeah, well, as you say with the style, I, I mean, I, I agree off I, with what you've said, and I think you have you have got your sound. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And you know, long long may it continue um, as well. So we're, we're going to kind of like now do um, ask you to put on a a, a gig, a sort of hypothetical uh, sort of gig type of thing that that you're responsible um, for organising for us. So the perks right. are on the bill. Um, and kind of like what we, we were going to have for this sort of this gig, we're going to have three bands, so well, four including yourself. So you need you to pick three bands. Um, and along with, we'll start off first of all, what would be the dream venue to host this gig? Um, is it like a realistic gig that we'd be playing at now, or can it just be any? Any, anything you want to do. And you want, if you want to decide if you want to headline it, co headline, Kick the gig off entirely up to you. Um. Oh God, I, I don't know. I, th- I think it'd have to be an outside one. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Uh. I I, I went to I went to Nebworth. I had to get that in there in July <laughs> to watch Liam. And uh, I've got to say that was although it is sort of like cliche Manchester band, whatever pretty green yeah. and all that but uh that was the best gig i've ever been to so i'd probably play there um going big go go big or go home as they say <laughs> going big i mean but i'll keep it more realistic with in terms of artists uh one of our favorite bands as like a band collective a band from macclesfield the virgin marys okay, um, yeah we've i mean i i actually saw them supporting slash at the manchester academy when i was about 13 I think yeah just when when Slash had just gone solo you know with Miles Kennedy and and yeah and, yeah and he'd uh he played in Manchester and the Virgin Marys were supporting him and I went with uh my uncle Chris and I, ever since then I was just like I like them and obviously like I wasn't there to see that when you're that age you're not there to you don't care who the support are really yeah definitely yeah, I remember yeah. I remember liking them a lot and I've followed them ever since and uh yeah. I went to see them quite recently actually in Macclesfield with my dad um and then they've sort of done it all and we've followed their them sort of every step of the way so I definitely want to do a gig with them so we'll put them on yeah um who else are we having Um, it's a tough one. They'd probably have to headline it, and then I don't know. I think it'd be. We've just recently done a gig actually with Queen Cult, who are from Mac, and they played with them as well. So maybe it'd be fitting to have them on the same bill. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, they're a three-piece band from Macclesfield. If you haven't heard of them, you should check them out. Okay. Um, All right. Will do. We just supported them on Friday. Brilliant band. Um, and then, yeah, either um, Johnny Ash from Wales from Wrexham. We'll yeah. put them in there as well because we've sort of like had we had like a mini tour with them, um, just sort of like the end of lockdown. Yeah, and we're sort of like you know in touch with them, and then we've kind of lost touch with them a little bit. So. Yeah, there's no no intention in that, lads. It's just there. Uh, we need to get back doing a gig again. So we'll put them in. Virgin Mary's, Perps, Queen Cole and Johnny Ash. That'd be a great gig. 
Yeah, certainly sounds like it. And uh, personally, a, a big fan as well of um, of Johnny Ash. They're, they're a great, great band. So, got a couple of quick fire questions for you now. Um, first of all, what is your favourite film? Um, my favourite film of all time is The Lord of the Rings, and it's all one film for me. Right. Okay. Lovely. And what would be <laughs> your favourite takeaway to go with watching that film? Uh, oh. Because what is there's about six? Is there six films of? Is, uh, no, no, we're not counting the Hobbit. Just no, the, the, just, the Lord uh, of <laughs> so we just got the three then, right? If okay, I had to yeah. pick one of them, probably the two towers. <laughs> but um, and yeah, I think just the big old pizza. To be honest with you. Okay, lovely. And what would be the go-to drink on a night out? Uh, oh, I just like a pint. I'm not. I'm not paying. 10 quid for a double or 12 quid <laughs> for a porn star martini or anything like that. Well, I, I work I work in bars, you see, so I know I, you won't, you're not catching me paying 12 quid for juice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like a, well, I like a Guinness in a neck oil glass, as you can see. Yeah, there you go. Um, Why not? Well, all, all I say is just don't come down to London for a pint because it's ridiculously expensive. Oh, I know, I know, I know. But, um, yeah. No, I think, yeah, just, 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 just a bit. I do like sort of like fancy beers. I like IPAs and things. Yeah, I'm not yeah. Just, but yeah, I've not been trying to get into my cascales, but just, you just end up drinking lager on a night out, don't you? Because everyone else is. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, I'm I'm exactly the same. <laughs> agree with you there. So kind of like we were obviously talking uh, before this, um, and obviously we mentioned um, about football, and obviously that you are a uh, a long-suffering uh, West Ham fan like myself. Yeah, um, I, I guess really the 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 obvious question here really is: Are you Moyes in or are you Moyes out? Um, well, I think it's got to the point now. That I I was Moyes in for ages because I was like, we've just been in the Europa League semi final, but the fact that we've in in basically a, in an exact calendar year, yeah. we've gone from being in a Europa League semi-final to we're going to be playing in the championship if we don't win the next three games. Yeah. It's kind of like, I'm sorry, Moisey, but you've been figured out, mate. Like even Declan Rice was questioning his tactics in in the in his yeah, uh, I saw the, yeah. His interview the other night. So it's like if your club captain's questioning what you're doing, I mean, I mean, it's such a shame, but we know Declan Rice is going, don't we? And to be fair, he deserves yeah. all the best. So, you, you know, good luck to him. I just, I really hope it's not Man United, otherwise I'll have to hate him. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> or Chelsea, anywhere, Man United or Chelsea, I'll hate him. Anywhere else, I'll just tolerate him. Bit, yeah. Um, but, you, you know, it's, it's such a shame for him because I absolutely love him and I'm sure yeah. all of our fans do. But and I think he's great for England and he's going to be even greater for England. But he sort of like, I mean, he can't be playing in the championship. There's just no chance. No, definitely not. So no. I'm, I'm, I mean, depending on what happens against Forest, I am completely well. Unless we beat Forest like five nil and he changes my mind, I am Moyes out at the moment. <laughs> to be honest, I'd take one nil going in off someone's backside. To be honest, that's just, no, but I think that's just how low I mean, my expectations are at the moment. But... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if if by some miracle we just put on some stellar performance like that, then I'll be like, all right, I'll give you another couple of games. But we won't. So yeah, I think I think we need we need a new like young hungry manager with new ideas. Mm. 
Not yeah. like Moyes is just an old gargoyle, isn't he? Like, look at what that guy that guy's doing at Fulham. Fulham are sixth in the league. They're gonna get yeah, the yeah, They've got a young, hungry manager. Is it Marco Silva? Or... Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. You need somebody like that. Like I, when I was like Fulham winning games, and I was laughing at them at first, but now they're literally going to be playing in Europa. So, yeah, mm. yeah, they're doing great. Yeah, I'm. I'm. And it's not. Up. It's not like they've had some massive investment like Newcastle have, or mm. that's what we need a manager like that. Yeah, definitely. Well, obviously, we've we've had we have put the investment in this year, but um, I think it just sort of proves that. You know, we've and, and obviously a couple of other teams, Brentford, Brighton as well, that you don't necessarily need to spend massively. Yeah. You just about signing the right players and obviously the system and, and obviously as you just said there as well about the manager. But um yeah, fingers crossed we don't go down. Um, but it's not looking very good. And I think as you say, um I think yeah. if Moyes doesn't, if we don't win on Saturday, um, then I think he's very much Probably got to go. I think I'm. Yeah, well, that's what that's what everyone on Twitter seems to be saying as well. But I saw a mad start on it was either Sky Sports or Facebook, Facebook, which is like exactly our sort of like attacking percentages and yeah. things like that compared to now to this exact point last season. And it was the only thing in between was 150 million pounds spent, and it's gone from like <laughs> in the in the top three percent of goals scored by headers or whatever. 100 million, 150 million spent, and we're now in like the bottom. So how can how can a team get get so much worse so yeah. quickly? Yeah, after worrying. spending 150 million quid, it's like yeah, Lucas Paqueta looks really good, but he's playing in the French league, like. Mm. It's not that easy to. It's not that difficult. Sorry to look. Yeah, that good yeah. I don't think. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I, yeah, I, I agree with with what you're saying there. Um, to so kind of like we have sort of touched on it a little bit over the course of the podcast. But what are the band's plans? Um, for for 2023. Obviously, you've got the the Glastonbury, uh, final coming up. Um, in a couple of weeks. Um, what what else can we expect this year? Yeah, so obviously the main focus at the minute is Glastonbury um, and then sort of like, well, we're going to be discussing our next steps with the label uh, tonight in our meeting with them. Yeah. Basically, that is going to be um, what five tracks we're going to be doing for an EP, mm-hmm. when we're going to be releasing that. Um, obviously, we'll have to plan a couple of shows around the time when it's going to come out. Um, So... We've actually got a recording session on 25th of March, which is to finish off a few bits, maybe start drums for another one. Um, and then obviously we'll be recording after that. Um, we've got we've also got a gig that night in Macclesfield, uh, just in Mash, where we play all the time. It's a brilliant yeah. little place. Um yeah, the guys there, we're really fond of them and that they're, they're, they're putting us a gig on. And then for the summer, it's just to I mean I, I've applied for a couple of festivals today and um, hopefully with um, the meeting with this label, they can put us in touch with some with some good contacts as well for, for the summer. We are due to play a festival in Wrexham as well, um, which has actually been postponed for a couple of years. So um, we've not had any info whether that's happening. I mean, we're, we're definitely on the bill for it, but I, I don't know anything about it yet. That's in August. Yeah. So um yeah, it's basically just get Glastonbury done and uh, well hopefully win and then and then in July we'll be there, won't we? Or June. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well um, 
It's the easiest way to get a ticket by winning. <laughs> it's the only way, I think. <laughs> no, hope, yeah. no hope for me, unfortunately. But, um, well, Tom, it, it certainly sounds like um, the Perps have got a very, very exciting uh, 2023 um, on the horizon. Um, and I just want to thank you really for coming on and sort of sharing the band's story today. It's been really, really interesting. Um, and it's been great um, getting to know you as well um, a little bit um, today. Um, but just before you do, I do let you go. Um, can you just let the listeners know what social media platforms they can find the perps on? Uh, we're pretty much on everything. We're on Instagram as just the perps, one word. Um, Twitter, um, we sort of, yeah, you can keep up to date with what we've got going on on there. Slightly more informal, that's the Perps Band MCR for Manchester, the Perps Band MCR. And then yeah, that's the same on Facebook, the Perps Band MCR. Um, and then our link tree, where you can get a link to all of that, plus Spotify and everything else, is just link tree slash the Perps, one word. And Great. thanks for having me on. Not a problem at all, and we'll include uh, those links in the uh, bio for this episode. Um, and I just want to say thanks again for coming on, um, and hopefully if you've got some gigs coming up in the near future, I'll I'll be down the front and uh, have a beer or two with you. Yeah, brilliant. Well, it'd be great to meet you in person, mate. Thank you very much. All that leaves me to say is to thank everyone who has listened to the latest This Is The Music Meets podcast. Please subscribe so you never miss out on any brand new episodes. And if you are loving the podcast, show us some love by giving us a five-star rating and written review, as it really does help the artists we interview to be discovered. Thanks for listening, and we will see you again very, very soon. <laughs>